Our second lesson is from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 19 through 31st. Let's hear the story of Wondering Thomas. Slam on the door, click on the lock. No one coming in, no one going out. Ten of Jesus' disciples were hiding in a house. One wasn't there, Thomas. The disciples were afraid. Jesus died on the cross. Would they be killed too? <laughs> Suddenly, Jesus appeared in the locked room with them. Peace be with you. The disciples stared. Their mouths dropped open. Could it really be Jesus? Jesus smiled and showed them his hands. They saw holes from the nails. Jesus, it's you. Jesus, it's you. Jesus, it's you. Jesus breathed his spirit on them. Go, tell everyone I am alive. Take my spirit with you. Ten disciples were ready to tell, but one disciple, Thomas, wasn't in the house that day. He didn't see or hear Jesus. When the disciples saw Thomas, they shouted, Jesus is alive! Jesus is alive! What? I won't believe it until I see Jesus and touch his hands with my finger. One week later, all of Jesus' disciples were back in the house, even Thomas. Suddenly, Jesus appeared again. Peace be with you, Thomas. Touch my hands. Believe. My Lord and my God. Jesus blesses everyone who has not seen him but still believes. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So after our kids heard the gospel lesson about Thomas and his experience meeting the risen Jesus, we decided to get together and have a discussion about what that would look like, what it meant for Thomas to have to see Jesus, and what joy he must have felt at finally getting to see the risen Lord. So let's see what the kids have to say. So we celebrated Easter a week ago, but for our friends, these disciples in the story, it is still Easter. So this day that they're experiencing is still Easter day. As we know, like our story told us, Jesus has just died on the cross. So three days earlier, Jesus died. So how do you think his friends, his disciples are feeling? Even Carolyn, what do you think? I think they're feeling nervous. I think they're feeling nervous. They're feeling nervous? Why do you think they're nervous? Um, well, uh, I think they're nervous because, well, I think they're nervous. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Um, so I, think, I think they're nervous because they're afraid that um, the same I will happen to them. I think they're nervous to happen to them. Yeah, they might be afraid that the same thing that happened to Jesus might happen to them. How else do you think they might be feeling? KJ? Just sad. Just sad, yeah. I mean, their friend just died, so I think... Yeah, I think it's fair that they would be sad. Anybody else have a think they know feeling? Grady? Um Um I think they are feeling sad and nervous. Yeah. Yeah, and we know that you can feel more than one thing at one time, so they're probably sad and nervous. Leo, what do you think? I think they're like I think they're scared. Yeah, they're scared. And what do you think they're scared of, Leo? Um, him be, being dead. Yeah, like yeah. Death. Yeah, death is a scary thing. And 
to lose your friend, that's really scary and sad. So I think that they were feeling all of those things for sure. So our story tells us that the disciples who were probably feeling nervous and sad and scared, um, they were hiding and they were hiding partly because they were scared and nervous. Um, and they're just, you know, all in this room together. And then Jesus shows up. So if Jesus just showed up in a room all of a sudden, how would you guys feel? Happy? I'm seeing some thumbs up. Georgie, how would you feel? Um, I would feel, like, surprised. Surprised? Why would you be surprised, Georgie? Because, like, he magically shows up in our room, like, the room what when no one's, like, no one knows that he's going to do that. Yeah. He just comes in and no one thinks he's going to do it. How else do you guys think he would feel? Anything other else than surprised? Leo saying happy. So for a dead person to just show up in your room, that would be crazy. It's not something that you expect to happen. So do you think that they believed that it was really Jesus? Like right away, do you think they believed that it was really Jesus? No, I'm seeing a lot of shaking your heads no. Alex, why do you think they didn't believe it was Jesus? Because, because they thought Jesus was already dead. Yeah, they thought he was already dead. So Jesus says something to them when he appears. Does anyone remember what word Jesus says to them when he shows up in the room? Starts with a P. Grady? May the, may, may the Lord be with you. That is something that sounds like what we would say, may the Lord be with you. That's like what we say when worship starts. What P word does Jesus say to them when he shows up? Even Carolyn? Um, he says peace. He says peace. Now, what does peace mean? Leo? Happy. Happy? Yeah, you can be happy when you're feeling peace. What else does peace mean, Alex? Nonviolence. Yeah, nonviolence. So it's like calm and no one's trying to hurt each other. Uh, even Carolyn? Um, I think it means like you're not, um, you don't, you're not like running around really excited, but you're like, just like, I mean, you're happy, but you're just sitting calmly. Or yeah. Maybe stand, just like calm. Yeah. So if, if peace means that you're calm and that no one's running around or trying to hurt anyone, why? I think that maybe Jesus said that to his friends because maybe they were sort of afraid or running around like crazy, like, whoa, what's happening? And Jesus tells them peace so that they will be comforted. He says that to them so maybe they'll feel a little bit better. So then the story tells us that the disciples, once Jesus has said peace to them, it says that they feel joy. And can you guys make a face that shows me how you feel when you feel joy? What face would you make if you're feeling joy? Yeah, I'm seeing lots of smiles and thumbs up. Oh, that's a great face, yeah. That's our joyful face. So they're feeling joy. So they're happy. They're so excited that their friend is alive again. Now, what things bring you guys joy? What are some things that bring you joy? Leo? Being outside. Being outside, yeah. Ryder, what brings you joy? Uh, playing sports. Playing sports. What about you, LB? Sports? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Georgie, what brings you joy? 
Friends, when I play with them. Yeah, when you play with your friends. Alex, what brings you joy? Being with my parents. Being with your parents, that's great. KJ, what about you? Um, my dog and playing sports. Nice. Emmeline, what brings you joy? Sports. 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 All right, Grady, what brings you joy? CC. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, even Carolyn, what brings you guys joy? Family. Family. Arabelle and Ashby, do you guys want to tell me what brings you joy? Um, food. Food? Yeah, yeah. Mine too. Yeah, food is a great source of joy. So these disciples are feeling so much joy because their friend who was dead is alive again, and that's amazing. But did someone miss out on all the fun? Did someone miss the joy? Was there someone missing from the room? Who was missing? Leo, who was missing? Um, Thomas. Thomas was missing. Um, like, where was Thomas? That is a great question that I don't know the answer to. Where do you think he might have been? If you had to guess, where do you think Thomas would have been? Maybe getting food? Yeah, maybe they sent him out to pick up groceries. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's funny to think that Thomas just like went to the bathroom and he was only gone for a couple minutes and he missed the whole thing. Yeah. That's, that's just my thought. But he might have like um, heard them cheering. That's true. If he was in the bathroom, he probably would have heard them cheering. Yeah, but he didn't. So he probably he, wasn't in the bathroom. Yeah, he probably wasn't in the house. You're right. Does anyone else have any guesses about where Thomas was? Yeah, even Carolyn. He might have been in a um, uh, a um, synagogue. Yeah, maybe he was somewhere praying. Yeah, Carolyn, what um, do you think? He might have been fishing. Maybe he was fishing. A lot of the disciples were fishermen. You're right, Grady. Where do you think Thomas was? I think he was just getting him a drink. Maybe he was just getting some drinks. Probably. I think that that, yeah. What about you, Georgie? What do you think? Um, I think he was at his house, like, doing something. Maybe yeah. he couldn't them because he was, like, asleep or he was cooking food. But, yeah. And, um. Alex, where do you think Thomas was? I think he was dying at, he was crying at where, at what cross um, Jesus was dying. What? what cross Jesus died at. Yeah, maybe he was off feeling really sad. You know, that was a really sad and scary thing that they all had to go through. And we all experience sadness and, and, and fear differently. And so maybe Thomas was just off crying or praying or thinking about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really know. But so I think that probably Thomas you know, he wasn't there for whatever reason, and he comes back, and I bet he sees all of his friends just, like, jumping around with excitement. Jesus is alive! Jesus is alive! How do you think that made Thomas feel, that he missed that? How do you think Thomas felt? Even Carolyn? Uh, like, uh, um, disappointed? 
disappointed. Yeah. How, uh, Arabella, how do you think that Thomas felt when he found out he missed it? Sad. Sad. Yeah. KJ? Jealous. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. So they tell Thomas all about what they've seen. And does Thomas believe them? Shake your heads yes or no. Does Thomas believe them? No. No, he doesn't. You're right. Do you think it's okay that Thomas didn't believe them? I'm seeing some yeses. Alex, why do you think it's okay that Thomas didn't believe them? Because it's like impossible to um, bring back the dead. Yeah, yeah. It's not such a it's not such a, a hard thing to not believe. It's something that's really sort of crazy and strange. So if someone tells you that, it makes sense that you maybe wouldn't believe that. What else? Anyone else think it's okay that Thomas didn't believe that Jesus had come back? Yeah, Arabella? Do you think that's okay? Yes. Why do you think that's okay? Um, because it would be really strange if a person popped up in a room. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Well, so I will say there are some people that they think that Thomas, you know, that Thomas did the wrong thing by not believing. There are people give Thomas a really hard time for not believing. And I don't think that that's really fair. Do you guys think that that's fair for them to give Thomas a hard time? No, I agree with you guys. But, you know, I think you guys were right. I think that Thomas was probably feeling some jealousy. I think that he probably had a ton of questions um, and Thomas, he has to wait eight whole days to get an answer to his question. He has to wait eight days for Jesus to come back. And what does Thomas do? What do you think Thomas does when Jesus finally shows up? What do you think Thomas does when he finally gets to see Jesus? Arabelle is making a very excited face. <laughs> Alex, what do you think Thomas does when he finally gets to see Jesus? Um, doesn't believe it, like jaw drop. Yeah, I bet he, his jaw dropped. Leo's doing a good impression of that face for us. I bet his jaw dropped. But then, you know, Jesus goes over to Thomas and he shows him his hands and he sees the marks that the nails made. And Thomas does believe. And Thomas yells, my Lord and my God. So do you think Thomas gets to feel joy too? Yeah, I'm seeing some head, head nods. He just had to wait a little bit longer for Tom to get to feel joy. So both the disciples and Thomas, they get to feel joy. They get to rejoice together that their friend Jesus is alive. So I have a, a question for you guys. What does joy make us do? What do we do when we feel joy? We smile. We smile. Yeah. Leah, what do we do when we feel joy? Be like... We like are happy. Yeah, we're happy. So what do you think the disciples should do now that Jesus is alive? What do you think they should be doing now that they're feeling all this joy and excitement? Alex, go ahead. To rejoice. Yeah, so they rejoice. And, and how should they rejoice? What, the, what should they be doing with all their joy? Leo? I think, um, like, they should, like, have a a little party with Jesus since he came back alive. A little party with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a great idea. 
uh, even Carolyn, what do you think they should be doing with all their joy? Um, they should probably be telling other people um, what happens. I think they should um, they um, should be like being really like when you feel joyful about especially someone, you like be really nice for them for a long time. Yeah. I think you're right. Telling other people, being nice and kind. I think you're right. So do we ever celebrate? I like Leo's idea about throwing a party. Do we ever celebrate or throw a party to uh, celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive? Have we ever done that? Alex? Yes. When do we do that, Alex? We do that on... Easter Sunday? Yeah, we do do that on Easter. So Easter is one Sunday, but we celebrate Jesus being alive all the, all the time. Maybe not quite as big as on Easter, but every Sunday we get to celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive. And that's something that makes us joyful. Just like Thomas and his friends, the other disciples were joyful. We get to be joyful because Jesus is alive. So what are some things that we can do with our joy about Jesus being alive? What are some things we can do? Yeah, uh, Terry Girls. Um, we could, uh, we could um, rejoice and pray. Yeah, we can rejoice and pray. We can say thank you to God for bringing Jesus back to life. What else? What are some other things we can do to celebrate Jesus being alive? Leo? Um, like, like be super happy and pray yeah. to Jesus. Yeah, praise, that's really good. We praise when we're singing, when we go to church, all those times, yeah. I'll tell you one that I think is good. So I think that like Thomas had questions about how all of this happened or if it even did happen. I think that that's something that we can do with our joy, we can say, wow, this is so amazing. I need to learn more. So asking questions like asking Miss Amanda or Miss Cindy or any of your teachers or parents, those are all good ways to celebrate Jesus being alive. How, um, how can we help other people feel joy? What are some things we can do to help other people feel joy? We can like um, plan something um, really nice for them or we could give something to them. I agree with Carolyn. Yeah. Good. What are some ways that we can help people feel joy now when we are sort of stuck in our houses? What are some ways we can help people feel joy now? KJ? Um, well, you can like send letters to people just saying that you're thinking about them. Yeah. That's a great idea. What else? What are some other ways we can help people feel joy now? We could like um, send them a note, like, and we could write each other, like, back and forth. Yeah. So, like it would be like we're talking to each other. Yeah, like having a pen pal where you talk to one another, write each other letters and notes. I think that's a great idea. What do you think, Arabella? You could send, like, presents that mm. would, like, send coloring sheets. And yeah, that would, that would be a great way to help people feel joy right now. That's great. 
So I think one of the greatest things that we can learn from the story of Thomas is that we all get to experience joy, even if it happens to us at different times, or even if we have a lot of questions about what is happening, we always get to celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive. And we all get to do that together. We know that even though he missed the first time Jesus turned up, he still got to experience that joy, which is great. And we get to experience that joy, and then we get to help other people experience that joy. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.